Welcome to the Wrestling Stable Podcast, where you don't join, you're chosen. I am your host, Will Williams. Please follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Stable or visit us at WrestlingStable.com for the latest news, updates, and reviews. Today, we're going to go over NWA Power Season 2, Episode 3. We begin with a video package going over the history of Nick Aldis and Tim Storm, as well as the formation of Nick's new faction. Also shows a recap of Tim Storm's great Something Left to Prove promo from last week. So if you haven't seen that, I definitely recommend checking that out. So then we have an interview where David Marquez is joined by Tim Storm. Tim says the match with Nick Aldis is a Christmas gift and New Year's gift all rolled into one. Tim says that it is not business, this is life. He has one goal, and that is to kick his ass. Then Nick Aldis and Camille come out. Aldis says he is calm and dangerous, and Tim Storm is all fired up and all piss and vinegar. He says Tim is all uh, fired up and ready for that TV title tournament, and Nick says that he entered into the TV title tournament for fun and laughs. Aldis asks Tim if he is going to embrace the hate and break the rules. Aldis refers to Tim and Ricky Morton as Randy the Rams, who are going, who are holding on too long, and if they don't change their ways, it's only going to get worse from here. He holds up his world title and says that it is the only belt that makes you a big deal in professional wrestling. Next, we have the exhibition match of Aaron Stevens versus Saul Renaro. Aaron, or as Stu is calling him, Shooter Stevens, the current NWA national champion, comes out to face Sal. Aaron locks in the Mongrovian clutch to submit Sal for the win. Aaron Stevens keeps the hold on a little too long, and Trevor Murdoch comes out to break up the submission. Murdoch says that he did it to that young what he did to that young guy in the ring, and how he stuck his nose into his match at the pay-per-view just wasn't right. Aaron says that he once saved people intellectually, and that Murdoch is just trying to get a shot at his third degree national championship. Murdoch says that he has no desire for that, but he does want to kick his ass. Aaron accepts as long as Murdoch puts his spot in the TV title tournament on the line. Murdoch accepts. After a break, the match begins between Aaron Stevens and Trevor Murdoch. Murdoch wins with Harley Race's Indian Deathlock for the submission. We cut to an interview early in the day between the Pope, Eddie Kingston, and Homicide. Pope says that they could be tag champs anywhere, but Homicide could be world champ. Homicide says that he was world champion in the Northeast, which of course is Jersey All-Pro Wrestling, where he was a seven-time world heavyweight champion and a seven-time tag team champion, once and currently with Eddie Kingston. Homicide was also Ring of Honor world champion. Next, we have an interview where David Marquez is joined by Eli Drake. Eli says that maybe last week he got lost in the sauce and that this is two weeks in a row that he has not been booked in a match and that Nick Aldis is starting the conversation about how he is the greatest world champion ever. He questions if Nick Aldis is trying to keep him out of the spotlight. He says he agrees with every single word that Ricky Morton said and that if Aldis would not wrestle him, he would. Eli says that Tim Storm could be his tag team partner again. Or maybe the two-time loser, Eli Drake, could, te- could uh, team with Ken Anderson, the man who Eli Drake beat twice in the past, or that he might even pick Tim Storm. Cole Cabana comes out and tells Eli that he is sick and tired of him running down Ken Anderson and that Ken is such a good friend of his. And uh, Eli asks if Colt is out to be his tag team partner. 
Uh, Colt says no, that he is not, that Ken is his tag team partner, and that sometimes he wonders if Eli is a good guy. Colt says that there is a piece of gold that Eli has never had, and that is the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, which Colt has held twice. Ken comes out, and Colt has to hold him back. Next, we see a promo for Girl Power, which is coming soon, they say. Melina is talking earlier in the day at ringside with Marty Bell and Thunder Rosa. They talk about how Allison K was not a real friend to Marty Bell. Then we see a separate ringside chat with NWA Women's Champion Allison K, Ashley Vox, Tasha Steeles, and ODB. Allison asks the other three ladies for advice. This seems to be setting up uh, either an NWA Women's Show or like featured segments in the future. Next, we have a match between Marty Bell with Melina versus Tasha Steeles. Tasha wins the match with a cutter, and Melina looks angry. Melina gets into the ring and tells Marty that she only had one job, and that was to execute. This continues the story of Melina wishing that Marty Bell was more like Thunder Rosa and playing into the fact that Marty is the weak link on their team. Match uh, for the next week is shown on the screen. That's Eli Drake and James Storm versus Colt Cabana and Ken Anderson versus the Wild Cards. Kyle Davis and Anastasia Flesher are in the back to draw out names to face each other in the TV title tournament. They draw out newcomer Zicky Dice versus someone who has not, who has been around for a while but has not quite broken out yet, Caleb Conley. Next, we have the main event. The match in the TV title tournament with a six-minute, five-second time limit between Tim Storm and Nick Aldis. Tim Storm comes out to the ring in his gear and ready to go. Then Nick Aldis comes out with Camille, Thomas Lattimore, Royce, Royce Isaacs, and May Valentine. Last week, Royce introduced May as his new lady. Aldis and the Wild Cards have their new customized track jackets on, which Aldis gave them last week. And Aldis still has his dress pants and dress shoes on. Definitely not dressed for action. Nick reminds the people that he entered the tournament for fun and that Tim Storm took the fun out of it. The audience chants coward, and Aldis says that is the most PG chant he's ever heard in his life. Aldis introduces his new group as Strictly Business, which is what is on the back of their jackets. He says, as CEO, it is not in the best interest of himself to risk injury in a TV title match, which is not as important as a world's championship. He says that Tim gets a bye. Aldis gets out of the ring and um, Dave Marquez, sorry, Storm gets out of the ring and Dave Marquez runs over to him with a microphone. Tim echoes that Nick Aldis is a coward. Aldis pretends to get into the ring, but goes back to the interview stand and tells Tim that he is in the past and he is done with him. Aldis announces that Royce Isaacs will take his place. Royce Isaacs gets into the ring and now we have the main event. The match in the TV title tournament with a six minute, five second time limit between Tim Storm and now Strictly Business's Royce Isaacs. Tim Storm hits the perfect storm on Isaacs for the one, two, three. Strictly Business pulls Isaacs out of the ring. Aldis is by the curtain and Rock and Roll Express comes out behind him. Ricky Morton tells Nick Aldis that rule number one is to never turn your back on your opponent. So Tim Storm has advanced in the TV title tournament. Next week, we will see Eli Drake and James Storm versus Colt Cabana and Ken Anderson versus the wild cards in tag team action. That was the end of the show. In the next episode, uh, we will have that match that we said earlier. And then just a reminder that January 24th is the next NWA pay-per-view hard times. 
We'll talk to you on the next podcast about the latest pro wrestling recaps. Please follow us on Twitter at WrestlingStable.com or visit us at WrestlingStable.com for the latest news, updates, and reviews. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Stable Podcast, where you don't join, you're chosen.